0: This is the Bible in Wynyard, day 112. Your words are powerful. In 1940, with the British nation facing the threat of imminent invasion, Winston Churchill became Prime Minister and delivered a series of rousing speeches by radio which rallied the spirits of the people. His words had become legendary. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall never surrender, he said. And let us therefore brace ourselves to our duties and so bear ourselves that if the British Empire and its Commonwealth last for a thousand years, men will still say, This was their finest hour. Churchill's words sing in a way that English language leaders and politicians have tried unsuccessfully to match ever since. Nevertheless, for all of us, words are powerful. Your words are powerful. With kind and encouraging words, you can change a person's day or even their life. From Proverbs 10 The mouth of the righteous is
1: a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. Wisdom is found on the lips of the discerning, but a rod is for the back of one who has no sense. The wise store up knowledge, but the mouth of a fool invites ruin. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city, but poverty is the ruin of the poor. The wages of the righteous is life, but the earnings of the wicked are sin and death. Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Whoever conceals hatred with lying lips and spreads slander is a fool. Sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is of little value.
0: Speak words of love. Your words have the power to bring great blessing. The mouth of the good person is a deep, life-giving well. But words can also do a great deal of harm. The mouth of the wicked is a dark cave of abuse. Words have the power to destroy relationships. Hatred starts fights. On the other hand, they have the power to heal relationships. But love covers over all wrongs. Love pulls a quilt over the bickering. Control of the tongue is vital. When words are many, sin is not absent, but the wise hold their tongues. Abraham Lincoln said, It's better to be silent and thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. Throughout this passage, the writer of Proverbs contrasts the mouth of a fool with the mouth of the righteous. One speaks words of hatred, the other words of love and wisdom. Words of hatred lead to violence, dissension, ruin, and spreading slander. Words of love are a fountain of life. They cover over all wrongs and are choice silver. If someone has offended you, don't return the offense. It's said that holding a grudge is like letting someone live rent-free in your head. Instead, return hatred with love. Speak well of the other person, even behind their back, and you may find That your love puts an end to the bickering and heals the relationship. Lord, help me today to control my tongue, to speak only words of love and life. Help me always to respond to any wrong committed against me with words of love. New Testament from Luke 21.
1: Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Teacher, they asked, when will these things happen, and what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name claiming, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines and pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison, and you will be brought before kings and governors, and all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand, How you will defend yourselves, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm, and you will win life. When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, let those in the city get out, and let those in the country not enter the city. For this is the time of punishment, in fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers! There will be great distress in the land and wrath against this people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars, on the earth, Nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life, and that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch, and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Each day Jesus was teaching at the temple, and each evening he went out to spend the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives, and all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple. Speak words
0: given by Jesus Jesus did not have a degree or any formal training. Although he knew the scriptures back to front, he never went to theological college. Yet his words and language about God were so powerful that in his early thirties he was able to teach every day in the temple and draw in the crowds. The words of Jesus are the most powerful words ever uttered. He spent his days in the temple teaching. All the people were up at the crack of dawn to come to the temple and listen to him. The words of Jesus are eternal. Jesus contrasted his own words with the temporary things that the disciples could see around them. Jesus prophesied about the coming destruction of the temple and of Jerusalem, which occurred in AD 70. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. 2,000 years later, more and more people around the world are affected by the words of Jesus. The teaching of Jesus is widely acknowledged to be the greatest teaching of all time. We've advanced so much in science and technology. Yet, in the last 2,000 years, No one has ever improved on the moral teaching of Jesus. They are the greatest words ever spoken. They're the kind of words you'd expect God to speak. Jesus warns about deceptive words. He says, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name claiming I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. Jesus has told us to love everyone, our neighbors and even our enemies. Now he warns us that although we are to love everyone, we will also be hated by all. If you are persecuted, you are to see this as an opportunity to be a witness. On these occasions, Jesus says, Make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. Not only are the words of Jesus powerful, but he also promises to put powerful words in your mouth So much of the language Jesus uses is the language of love and relationship. It has to do with your heart and your prayer life. He says, but be on your guard. Don't let the sharp edge of your expectation get dulled by parties and drinking and shopping. Don't be weighed down with the anxieties of life. Be always on the watch and pray. Lord, please give me words and wisdom for every occasion Help me to develop the language of love and prayer and to speak powerful words in your name. Old Testament from Joshua 1 and 2
1: After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people... Get ready to cross the river Jordan into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left Wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people Go through the camp and tell the people, Get your provisions ready. Three days from now you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. But to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the command that Moses the servant of the Lord gave you after he said, The Lord your God will give you rest by giving you this land. Your wives, your children, and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan, but all your fighting men, ready for battle, must cross over ahead of your fellow Israelites. You are to help them until the Lord gives them rest, as he has done for you, and until they too have taken possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving them. After that, you may go back and occupy your own land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you east of the Jordan, towards the sunrise. Then they answered Joshua, Whatever you have commanded us, we will do, and wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you, as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Joshua chapter 2 Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab, Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan, and as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given this land to you and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts sank and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Now then, please swear to me, by the Lord, that you will show kindness to my family, because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So she led them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. She said to them, Go to the hills so that the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there for three days until they return, and then go on your way. Now the men had said to her, This oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless, when we enter the land, you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down, and unless you have brought your father and mother, your brothers and all your family into your house. If any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We will not be responsible. As for those who are in the house with you, Their blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on them. But if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed, and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left, they went into the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forded the river, and came to Joshua, son of Nun, and told him everything that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us.
0: Speak! Words of God Joshua succeeds Moses. Moses was described as the servant of the Lord and Joshua takes up the same title from God. It's a title that was also borne by the prophets Paul and Jesus himself. To be a servant of the Lord is now a blessing that all Christians enjoy. But every blessing God gives you comes with a measure of responsibility. Take that responsibility seriously. Joshua is to pay particular attention to the words God has spoken. He is to obey them, speak them, meditate on them day and night and put them into practice. Fill your mind with God's truth, even in those wakeful moments of the night. This will affect your thinking. Your thoughts will be thoughts of truth, freedom, love, victory and peace. God also underlines this by speaking to Joshua directly, encouraging and strengthening him with two key promises. First, there is the promise of God's peace. I will give you every place where you set your foot. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. The Lord your God is giving you rest. For us now, that rest comes through Jesus. Rest is not just putting your feet up and relaxing, but unburdening your troubles and having a deep sense of peace and security in your identity because of who Jesus is the writer of Hebrews states that if Joshua had given them rest God would not have spoken later about another day and that day is a day made possible through Jesus as Jesus himself promised come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest second there is the promise of God's personal presence as I was with Moses so I will be with you I will never leave you nor forsake you. This brings strength and courage. Do not be terrified. God does not tell us not to feel fear, but he does tell us not to give in to it. Do not allow fear to rob you of the blessings God wants to give you. He goes on, Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Again, you now experience that promise through Jesus by the work of the Spirit. Jesus' last words before ascending to heaven were, Surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. As Joshua comes under the authority of God's words, his own words carry power and authority. The people replied, Whatever you have commanded us, we will do. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. If you hear and speak God's words, your words, like those of Joshua, will be powerful words. In case all this should lead to intensity, super-spirituality, or self-righteousness, today's passage ends with a wonderful account of how God uses a woman involved in prostitution called Rahab. It is so like God to choose someone considered to be the lowest in society, to be an ancestor of Jesus and a hero of faith, This is an encouragement to us not to be weighed down by our past. As Joyce Meyer says, we all have a past. No matter how bad your past is, you can get past your past. God will give you a new beginning. He can use you greatly and give you a future. Lord, help me each day to meditate on your words, obey them and put them into practice and pass them on to others by the power of the Holy Spirit. Pepper ADDS The verses in Joshua 1, 6-9 mean a lot to me. Being strong and courageous doesn't come that naturally. I'm not physically very strong. I can't bench-press a thing. Faced with a difficult situation, I might be tempted to duck it or run from it. I find the repeated encouragement to be strong and courageous spurs me on.